0: even attempt to overcome because we just set them up we say well you know that's too big and too good for me and god yes he will who set the limitation visions without boundaries and more than likely everybody here every person listening god has something he wants you to do it may be something short term it may be something tomorrow something next week or with this person or that whatever you say well you know i I just don't know is is it because you have set the boundary? Is it because you're unwilling? Because you're not willing to risk failure? Financial boundaries, and sometimes that's what happens. Then it comes to safety. Well, you know, I'm, I'm willing to go wherever God wants me, but I don't believe He wants me to go where it's unsafe, and you better go and block your doors and have an alarm system. Where do you go for safety? You know where you go for safety? Straight up. He is our safety, and He can put you in the most remotest part of the world and keep you safe. Safety is to be found in Him. That's not a limitation. That's not a boundary that God would recognize at all. Then I think in terms also of this whole idea of convenience, and I think that's probably the worst worst barrier of all. The worst boundary is, well, you know, I'll have to give up this. I'll have to do thus and so. What What is the vision all about? Getting the gospel of hope to the world. So our boundaries of convenience and our boundaries of acceptance, for example, well, I want to go where I'll be welcomed. Well, you're not going to go many places because, you see, he says, he says, beware if the world speak well of you. Those who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. The boundaries that we allow in the church have kept the gospel from reaching the remotest parts of the earth. There are no limitations and no boundaries that God cannot cross. And when you think about what's happening in the world today with television and radio and all the different ways and and people out there translating the gospel in all these different languages. The most awesome things are there to take place if we'll just be obedient to God. These boundaries are not set by God, they're boundaries that we accept for ourselves. So look at the vision he gave. He said, here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to spend the rest of your life doing. You know what he's saying to us? You, your family, your children, your parents, whatever. Your vocation that I've given you so you can make a living and make a good living. I want you to remember this, that your vocation, you're making a living and your money, is so that your life's priorities will be right. So that the main thing in your life is Jesus. The main thing in your life is fulfilling the one vision he gave to his church. Now, your money and your vocation, all the good things that come your way and the pleasures in life you enjoy, fine. God says, that's fine. Just don't forget the vision. Don't let the flame die in your heart. Don't become so enmeshed in the blessings of God that the flame of evangelism and missions and what the church is all about doesn't die in your soul. That's what it's all about. Listen, when it dies in a church, it dies in the hearts of the people in that church. That's the only reason it dies. If it dies at church, it'll die at home. If it's alive at home, it'll get alive in the church. No boundaries, but what God wants us to do and what he wants us to accomplish. And so I want to ask you a question. Is there anything that you've told God? I'll not cross that boundary. I'm willing to do so and so, but Lord, I just can't handle that one. You need to tear it down. You know how we get, you know why we set boundaries? Fear of failure. That's one reason. Sometimes it's a result of indifference to what God wants us to do. And so we just decide, well, Lord, I'm, I'm just not going to get involved in that. And thirdly, we don't want to pay the price. How do I deal with it? Here's how I deal with boundaries. I identify what the boundary is. I ask God to forgive me for my lack of faith in failing to believe what he says about himself, that he'll go with me every step of the way and he will empower me to accomplish, to achieve whatever it is no matter what. I have to repent of that. Second, I have to refocus my thinking. Father, I exist for you. You don't exist for me. I exist for you. What's your will? What's your plan? What's your purpose? What do you want me to do? That gets my attention off me on him, then I can hear him better. And thirdly, I have to realign my priorities. Father, on the basis of what you want to do, and that these barriers come tumbling down, what do you want me to do with my life? And my friend, when you and I are willing to identify the barriers, we will to identify those things that hinder us from doing what God wants us to do, and we are willing to deal with them, you will be absolutely amazed at what God, may do in your life if you will refuse the boundaries and tell him that you're his to go where, when, to be, to do whatever pleases and whatever honors him. And if my motivation's right, I'm going to do exactly what he says. Father, we love you for loving us enough not to let us rest where we are. We love you for loving us enough to challenge us and to get us to thinking about what are these barricades that we have set up, these boundaries behind which we hide, these limitations that we have allowed to develop in our thinking, pull them down, crush them, shatter them, so that the only thing that matters is that we are walking in harmony with you, in step with you, in your direction, for your purpose, your will, and your way. As a body of believers and likewise as individuals, but we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: You're listening to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. When those of us who are Christians lay aside our self-focused concerns, we'll more quickly notice how we can influence others with the gospel of Christ. With trust in your faithful creator and sustainer, walk in step with him in his role for you. To listen again, click on Today on Radio at Intouch.org. And that's where you can continue learning how to impact those around you with the gospel. Stop by today. If you'd like to order a copy of Dr. Stanley's complete message, Vision Without Boundaries, open our online bookstore. Again, you'll find these resources at Intouch.org or call 1 800 INTOUCH. To write to us, address your letter to INTOUCH. Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia 30357. Christians need to be helpful. But to be truly supportive, we need to start with prayer. Today's Moment with Charles Stanley is coming up.
0: The Christian life is an exciting journey with great joys and challenges. We don't always know the right questions to ask or the best way to approach Scripture in search of answers. Dr. Stanley's Handbook for Christian Living is an easy-to-use help system that will bring Scripture to life, so you can see God moving powerfully in your life. To order, call one 800
2: intouch or go to intouch.org slash store. In our spiritual journey, we often have questions, how do I know God's will for my life? Does God hear my prayers? Why do bad things happen? The answers are found in the Word of God. But how do we know where to start? The Free In Touch Devotional can help point you in the right direction. With biblically based content from Dr. Charles Stanley, you'll gain insight and wisdom through daily devotions, Bible studies and more. The In Touch Devotional, delivered monthly to your mailbox. Subscribe for free at intouch.org/daily.
1: You're listening to In Touch. There are some things that believers with the gift of mercy need to watch out for. HERE'S A MOMENT WITH CHARLES STANLEY. The PERSON WITH THE GIFT OF MERCY IS
0: VULNERABLE. AND WHEN THEY SOMETIMES BEGIN TO HELP SOMEONE, SHARE WITH THEM, THEY CAN BECOME A CRUTCH. THAT PERSON CAN KEEP COMING BACK OVER AND OVER AND OVER. IT'S NOT THAT THEY WANT TO CHANGE THEIR LIFE, THEY JUST WANT TO BE LISTENED TO, WANT TO BE HEARD, AND WANT TO FEEL LIKE THEY CAN ALWAYS GO TO THEM. ON THE OTHER HAND, A PERSON WITH THE GIFT OF MERCY And their genuine attempt to help someone can become involved with that person emotionally first. And next thing you know, they may be having some kind of an affair which they never intended to. But it just happened because mercy just draws on people who have needs. And a person who has some great need takes advantage of that. So they have to be very careful, sensitive to the spirit, and know when to back away and say, You know what? I think you need somebody else to counsel you and help you.
1: Learn more about how the Holy Spirit works in a believer's life at InTouch.org. Tomorrow on InTouch, would you say that you're investing your life in things that will last? We'll be encouraged to prioritize our time and energy with eternity in mind Friday on InTouch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of InTouch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Hi, welcome to Breakpoint. I'm John
2: Stone Street. During this Christmas week, we're going to take a look back at some of the most important Breakpoint commentaries of the past year. Not that long ago, at least culturally speaking, someone known throughout the world for being quite neighborly said some things that most likely would get him fired today. Believe it or not, he said those things on public television. Yes, I'm talking about Fred Rogers of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. He often performed songs that he wrote to address issues that confuse children or cause them to struggle. One of those songs was called Everybody's Fancy. He hoped to help children love and value their bodies and to respect other children, too. Take a listen to Mr. Rogers.
0: Boys are boys from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy everybody's fine your body's fancy and so is mine only girls can be the mummies only boys can grow up and be the daddies yes sir everybody's fancy everybody's fine
2: now can you imagine someone saying these same things on pbs today In fact, just last year in a segment from the Let's Learn TV series, PBS stations across the country featured a drag queen, someone who goes by the stage name Lil Miss Hot Mess. He was singing lines from his book, The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, Swish, Swish. It was to the tune of The Wheels on the Bus Go Round and Round. And the most obvious takeaway here is that any trust that previous generations of parents and kids once had for public television has long ago been squandered. A second takeaway is just how quickly some ideas have shifted from being unthinkable to unquestionable. Therefore, we should doubt anyone who tries to gaslight us into thinking that we're somehow regressive bigots for believing things like male and female are realities built into human nature. As an ordained Presbyterian minister, Rogers viewed the world in a noticeably Christian way. Though he didn't often discuss his faith publicly, his dedication to and concern for children was in very real ways Christ-like. For example, Rogers did not avoid difficult subjects if he believed that kids needed to talk about them. Everybody's fancy was Rogers' way of teaching children that they're fearfully and wonderfully made. For Rogers, that also included, and this is important, talking about the human body as something good, as something worth appreciating and caring for. Mr. Rogers even taught children that one of the things that made their bodies special was that they were gendered and that that gender had significance for who and what they would become later in life. As he said, only boys grow up to be daddies. Only girls grow up to be mommies. What he's saying then is no less obviously true now. And it's absurd to suggest that Mr. Rogers was some hate-filled bigot for holding these views. No, it's those who tell children that their fancy bodies may in fact be the wrong bodies and may be in need of social, chemical, or surgical alteration. They're the ones that are living in the land of make-believe. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Shane Morris. For more resources to live like a Christian in this cultural moment, please go to colsoncenter.org. This is John Stone Street with Breakpoint. I've got some exciting news for Breakpoint listeners who share our mission of equipping Christians with the clarity, confidence, and courage they need to have a courageous faith in this cultural moment. For the final weeks of 2023, a $50,000 matching gift opportunity has been provided by a generous donor. That means that your gift will be doubled when you support the Colson Center before December 31st. So please partner with us to equip more Christians in 2024. Gift today at colsoncenter.org December. That's colsoncenter.org. Slash December.